Thanks for tuning in to No Cap, the internet's silkiest podcast. I'm Jason Priestess. He's the legendary Tyvis Powell. How are you today, my man? Oh, you know, I'm always doing good. As usual, you know, I had another solid week with my daughter. You know, she's growing, man. We trying to, you know what? The greatest thing happened the other day, right? So, you know, last time I talked, I was talking about how well, I can't wait till she start holding the bottle so I ain't got to hold it no more. <laughs> right. So, yep. so I'm messing around the other day and I'm feeding. I'm like, I put, I took her hands and I put it on the bottle and she held it and literally finished drinking it. I said, Whoa. oh, I said, you know what? I prayed for this day. I really did. <laughs> <laughs> big, big dad milestone. My, yeah. Lord answered <laughs> my prayers. I said, thank you, Jesus. Man. So that's a thing now, right? That's good. Yeah, she's moving along, man. Everything is going well. Enjoy these years before she can get smart with you because that's <laughs> where everybody keeps saying that. Right? Coming later. They was like, what, what are you going to do when she tell you to shut up? I said, yep. hey, she's never going to do that. <laughs> I'm just telling you right now. Just, that's not going to happen. No, that's good. It might. It might. Maybe not shut up. <laughs> she's going to say something. It's gonna, you're going to stop and say, what? Well, if she do, we go dead that right there. That's, just, that's only going to happen one time. Oh, man. I tell my son, he's uh He's a pretty good kid, but sometimes, you know, like all kids, he's you know, says some things you probably don't want to hear or, or <laughs> talking back to parents, which, uh, you know, we worked our whole lives to become parents. You can't talk back to me now, right? <laughs> you got to look. You got to nip it in the bud. The first time they do, you just got to nip it in the bud. <laughs> you know, I, I wasn't allowed to talk back. Sure as, sure as hell, he's not going to be allowed to talk yeah, back. No way. No. Plus, I mean, you know, they got to eat so much. He's got it so much easier than I ever did as a kid. I'll tell you that. Like, just the level of discipline that I had that he does. And I'm sure that's with so many parents and so many you know generations. What? But you know, the one thing that trips me out is that back when I was a kid, I used to beg to go outside. Nowadays, these kids don't even want to go outside. Jason, they just want to sit in the house and play Fortnite. Or yeah. you know what? I got, I got niece, I got a niece and a nephew. And they all they want to talk about is this Roblox. I don't even know what it is, but this <laughs> Roblox is the game for these kids nowadays. My son played Roblox, and yeah, it's that Fortnite, uh, Minecraft, and iPads, and man, it's, it's <laughs> insane. He wakes up and he makes a beeline to his iPad. I'm like, yeah. and they don't watch TV. Like he doesn't watch TV. Like not at all. Up. He watches <laughs> YouTube. My nephew, if you, they say, if you give him the game, if you let him play the game, he won't even eat. <laughs> yeah, I can believe it, man. I can believe it. I said, geez, I ain't never heard that one before. <laughs> it's coming, man. You're going to get to know all these good things, too, like all the little kids' cartoons and all that stuff, all this stuff. Uh, I you never know what? I'll I, I be catching myself singing Leiliana's little shows now. It be coming on. I just be knowing the words. It's kind of funny. Isn't that great? It is. I ain't mad at myself. I'm like, I, it shows that I pay attention, you know? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, is she like uh, Daniel Tiger's neighborhood or anything like no, that? No, she, she, so she watched Baby First all day. So she, okay. with, uh, uh, Harry the Bunny and the, the, uh, I don't know. It's a bunch of shows on Baby First, but she she watch it all day. And then in the morning, she might watch Peppa Pig or something oh, like that. Oh, man. I remember Peppa. Yeah, I remember Peppa. Good times. Uh, got a lot of good feedback. And, and, and one thing we want to do with this show, we want to start like an Ask Tybus segment because, Tybus, you've got so, much, so many cool stories, so many cool thoughts in your head. And a lot of you want to know that. We've heard from a lot of people so far that, you know, you want to ask Tybus questions. And we're going to go ahead and add something to the show. Um, you know, if you have questions about the program or what goes on or details about his career or what he thinks about the program now or his general thoughts on 
you know, food, life, bad jerseys or whatever, you can either email us at nocappod11warriors.com or tweet the pod at at nocapallpod with the ask Tyvis hashtag. And, or, they, uh, or they could just ask me something about Citadel. Yes, yeah, Citadel, being a father, <laughs> the, the greatness of the number 23. and uh, Oh, you're talking about how LeBron James stole my number? You're talking yeah, about oh, yeah. People might want they want some more on that. So, yeah, tweet us, email us, <laughs> uh, drop the Ask Tyvis hashtag in a tweet, and we'll do our best. Uh, I think you can do one a week, right, you think, if you get some good ones? Yeah, yeah, sure can. Like, listen, you, you asked me a crazy question. I might come back with a crazy <laughs> answer, though. Just, you know, fair warning. Fair warning. Yeah, we're bringing Ask Tyvis to the show. It'll be a new thing we're doing going forward. Um, It'll be fun, man. I know that, like, whenever I ask questions, I always get great answers. So I can only imagine uh, folks out there want to ask similar stuff. You can find No Cap on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and elsewhere. Support's been great. We're so thankful for it. And uh, man, each week the show grows and it's kind of fun to watch right now. Uh, shipped a couple batches of stickers out, show stickers. So if you want some show stickers, send us an email, nocappod at 11warriors.com. Include your shipping address and we'll send you some no cap stickers for free so you can uh, get those on your laptop or your Tumblr or your whatever you put stickers on. And uh, yeah, I had a lot of people emailing for those. So it's fun. It's fun to get those emails and fun to send the stickers out and if you want some, do the same. Uh, yeah, we gotta so the, go ahead, buddy. You know, I'm just glad that you know we we we're spreading our positivity. You know, in such a such a down time. I'm glad people you know listen to our show and you know are happy and get good laughs and you know good things. You know, it's a good thing, good show. We get we got to keep moving forward. You know, great things coming in the future. Obviously, I don't know if you you've seen this stuff out here recently, but. There's some defamation of Justin Fields going on right now. Yeah, ahead of the draft. I, don't know, I don't know what this is about though. Like, like all of a sudden we were just, we was praising his name. Well, I guess we still are praising his name. You know, he was arguably one of the best quarterbacks in college. He got to the national stage, had a pretty good game, and like it's and like he's like he don't get no credit for it. Like I, I'm I'm just I'm shocked. Like I don't understand how he goes from arguably the second best i really think he's the first but i'm biased but he went from being like tied for second best with the guy from byu and now he's sliding down to like fifth fifth for six i'm like what's going on and it, it ain't even been like no workouts or like it ain't no no uh it ain't no combine or nothing like that so I, i'm just confused to where they getting the information from it's like it's shocking yeah, you said it, man. He didn't rip off like a 5-240, so I don't know what's going on right now. I mean, Todd McShay earlier this week updated his uh, list of prospects, has Fields 13th. He's got Trevor Lawrence, Zach Wilson, and Trey Lance, North Dakota State, ahead of him, which, okay, yeah, Justin Fields is the fourth-best quarterback. I'll believe that never. Uh, pro, <laughs> pro Football Network's Tony Pauline had some concerns uh, or shared some concerns he's hearing from around the league. Allegedly, I don't know how true some of these are, but said that some GMs think that he stares down his primary target. He doesn't process his reads as quickly as other top quarterbacks. Uh, one NFL team said that uh, he only progressed off his primary target seven times on more than 200 throws last year. Uh, I don't know, man. I mean, okay, whatever. Maybe that's true. Maybe it's not. I mean, that's what the if you got a playmaker out there that makes plays, like, of course, you're going to throw to him more but like I don't, it's kind of confusing that's like 
I don't know. Like, I only person that can get it done without great receivers is Tom Brady. That, that right. Because he did it. He's proven that. Outside of that, every quarterback that's been successful has had big name receivers or big time playmakers on on the outside. So I don't. I don't, he reaching with that comment. I, yes. I don't, he, he definitely – I don't know what he's trying to prove with that one because – okay, you if you want to say that, then Mac Jones for Alabama wouldn't have been successful if, if he, they didn't have D. Smith out there. So, I yeah. don't understand. You reach it. I don't get it. <laughs> That's the thing, man. He had the two best wide receivers in the Big Ten on his team, right? Yeah. I mean, Alave and Garrett Wilson were the two best. I feel comfortable, non-biased saying that those were the two best wide receivers in the Big Ten. And do you remember when Randy Moss was in Minnesota with Chris Carter and Randall Cunningham? Yes. Did Randall Cunningham get dinged for throwing to those two all day and not not checking down to his fifth option? Not at all. Come on. Come on. As a matter of fact, they praised them. Right. <laughs> they set records. They set records. Yeah, I'm I'm confused on what they what he getting at with this one. Like I, I don't know. I don't I don't get it. Yeah, and, why why are you checking? And if we and if we really want to get technical, like a lot of the times in, in big games, the tight end came or show up more than a lot of than the receivers sometimes. I mean, a lot of they did have a great game against Clemson, but the tight ends was eating was the reason that that even happened because they start worrying about the tight ends. Yes. The Lave, and then he's spreading it out to the receivers. So, yeah, I, I'm I'm confused by it. I just but, say you know, the I'm, least. Not, I'm not an expert. I'm not an expert, so I don't. Why well, then again, you know, I don't know. But Todd McShay, was he like a, a football star? <laughs> no, no, he didn't do it. Not that I'm aware of. I don't think he's played yeah, anywhere. That's when it, see, it, when it's, when people like that get to criticize, it's like we, you can't really take it because you ain't never really played the game at the highest level. So it's kind of like, you know, you just going off of your opinion, but you don't like, no, you ain't been in that, that grease. No, it's amazing. Out there. Yeah. NFL Network's Charlie Casserly, Thursday, he came out with something saying, his mock, he's got Fields going 24th, the Steelers. Come on. 20, 20. <laughs> You're going to let Justin Fields slide to 24th, and I feel sorry that, that for all the teams ahead of him. That would be a steal. You know what, though? The only thing I can think of that that maybe could be the, the problem is that they look at maybe Ohio State's past quarterbacks and how they've done in the NFL. That that's that's the only thing that I could po- potentially think of. Yeah, because like, obviously everybody knows that you know, quote unquote, we don't do well at quarterback and on the next level. But like, I don't. I think Justin's totally different though. Like, I don't. He he throws a. a Pretty ball, boy. <laughs> I mean, he throws some dimes, so I I'm kind of confused. He don't make bad decisions. I no. think he had like a he had like one or two games where he made some questionable throws. But I mean, two games out of like I don't how many did he play? Twenty two. Like yeah, twenty two games. Uh, that's pretty good numbers. Yeah, he can throw on the run. He throws a pretty pass. I mean, you had some other clown trying to say he was trying to get on him and and ding him here for not beating out Jake Fromm at Georgia in 2018 when, when Fields was a freshman. And Fromm was just fresh off the year when he took Georgia within three points of winning a national championship. Come on. Yeah. And you're you're going to ding him for that? It's it's unreal what happens in this draft, man. Fields is, what, 6'3", 230, big dude. He can run. He's got a heck of a touch as a thrower. 20-2 and as a starter at OSU. 63-9 to nine, touchdown to interception ratio. 70% of his passes were completions. I just don't get it, man. I don't get it at all. It's just every year around this time, it gets really weird because 
you don't know what's real and you don't know what other people, other teams are putting out there because they want a guy, they want other teams to move them down on their boards. Right. Yeah. It's this, this time is a dirty game because they, they leak some crazy stuff like, just to try to make you slide down to them. But I mean, at the end of the day, you know, for Justin, just turn the tape on and, like you said you, it when you turn the tape on like it, it's obvious like the man really did some special things this year you know he he took a huge step in leadership man and he went out there and you know last year he i think last year he was kicking himself about uh the the way the season ended in the Clemson game where you mm-hmm. know obviously it was a miscommunication and he came out this year with vengeance man it was like every week he was really locked in. And then, you know, he even put out that, you know, for the Clemson game, he's preparing the most he's ever prepared for in his life. And everybody, I, I think, I guess, because it's been a few, I guess it's been a month since we've seen the game, people kind of forget the, the Clemson game. Like the man got hit in the ribs, was hurt. Yes. Was hurt. Jason went went out of the game, was knocked out, comes back in. I think the very next play throws a touchdown hurt. Yes. Comes, comes out and has and, and goes on to have a tremendous game. Hurt, barely able to even throw the ball, but he's still doing it. Like he shows all the toughness, all the signs that you want in a quarterback. Leadership, tough guy, don't quit, fights to the end. That's a guy that every player in the NFL wants to play for. It was kind of like me watching Patrick Mahomes in the Super Bowl. You know, Patrick Mahomes went out there, he had no offensive line. He knew he knew what he was gonna have to deal with. And for some odd reason, they went down 20-something points. And Patrick, you would have thought the game was zero to zero because Patrick. Patrick Mahomes was out there trying everything he could do. He was making the most incredible passes, everything he could do to try to get his team to win the game. And Justin Fields did the exact same thing in the national championship and in the Clemson game. So how could you not like a guy like that? Like he put like, you don't, you don't get that adversity. You don't get to see that type of adversity all the time, but to actually get to watch it in a big game and see how he handles it. Like it shows you that he's, ready for the next level and that right there should put him above a lot of people in the draft just that right there that he, how he responds to adverse situations yeah I'll, look i'm okay if you want to take you want to take trebles ahead of justin fields i get that they're two really good quarterbacks and you know trevor's got a few inches on him in height and you're not making a wrong decision no matter who you go with there i don't think but you said it man put the tape on this guy you he got hurt just like you said man speared guy got tossed in the game from putting his helmet in his back Comes back, throws a bomb touchdown like right away, finishes with 385 yards, six touchdowns against Clemson, lit them up, man. And he did that to so many teams. I can't, I mean, there were times watching him over his two years at Ohio State where most of the time I'm watching him like, this is the best quarterback Ohio State's ever had. And I just knew it right away. I mean, Dwayne was good, Terrell Pryor was good, uh, Gardell and JT and Braxton were good. And Ohio State's had some good quarterbacks in the last 20 years, but. Fields, man, seemed like he had something those guys didn't have. Yeah, I would agree. He definitely went out. Like I say, it was very fun to watch. You know, it was one of those things that you didn't really want to miss his performance because you, you you will watch a game and watch what he does and be like, man, I don't think he could get any better. And then the next week he goes and does something even more spectacular. And he kept that same energy to, throughout the whole season. And I'm like, man, you know, he he's definitely arguably one of the best quarterbacks to ever play at Ohio State for sure. 
heck of a career, man. And if, if you pass on, you know what this feels like to me? Uh, mm-hmm. 2017, when Deshaun Watson was going out in the draft. And everyone was like, man, he's amazing. And then that started the chatter. And then the chatter started. And the chatter kept going. The chatter kept going. And the next thing you know, you got Mitchell Trubisky going second overall. And Deshaun <laughs> Watson dropping to 12. You think the Bears fans would like to trade that pick right now? Oh, absolutely. But, you know, things happen for a reason. Who's to say that, you know, Deshaun Watson would have been as successful in their you know, if he didn't go, if he would have went to the Chicago, we don't know if he would have been as successful as he is today. True. So, you know, things happen for a reason, you know. You need the environment. You need coaching, the players around. There's a lot of things that goes into it. But I feel comfortable saying that uh, Deshaun Watson's a better quarterback than Mitchell Trubisky on any team than the NFL. Didn't, didn't Patrick you, Mahomes go before him as well? Ah, I want to say he did. I think did he? Was, I, I think he did actually. <laughs> yeah, he did. No, I know for a fact he did. Kansas City picked before Houston. He did for sure. Yeah, Mahomes went tenth, and Watson went twelfth. Marshawn yeah. Lattimore going right between those two. You see that? Hey, uh, hey. Peter man. There we go. New Orleans, Peter man. Okay, I'll cut you. If you take Mahomes ahead of Watson, yeah, you did a great job. You taking Mitchell Trubisky ten spots ahead of Watson? Then no, come on. Can't give it that. That's what this feels like. The draft is all it's all potential. You know, you never really know. You know, it's you all you gotta you gotta put the player in the right scheme and right system. It's just you never know. You're taking a gamble. It's it's hard. It's like with this year's draft of quarterbacks. We don't know which one's gonna be the best in the long run. We got an idea, we can try to guess, but you know how many times have everybody guessed wrong? Obviously, it happens a lot. That's why our quarterbacks keep getting drafted first pick in the draft because everybody keeps making the mistake getting the wrong ones. Swinging and missing for sure. Yeah, yeah. so you got to do your homework, you know. I'll close by saying I feel bad. If you if you if you let Justin Fields slide in your draft, if you take Zach Wilson or Trey uh, Trey Lance ahead of Justin Fields. I, I pity your franchise because you're going to regret that pick. <laughs> I do. I pity your franchise. You're going to regret that pick, man. I promise you. Uh, other news out of Columbus. Ohio State rolled out new season ticket policies. It's a new model for the 2022 season. Uh, six zones. Cheapest ticket will cost you $710 a seat for the full season. And oh, for the full see, I thought you was gonna say for a game. <laughs> get, get Gene on the phone right now. They had seven hundred ten dollars for a ticket to a game. <laughs> yeah, that's that's for eight home games. So in twenty twenty two, there's eight home games. That's under hundred bucks a game. That's not too bad. I mean, these are, you know, they're they're the cheapest seats for a reason. They're not gonna be the fifty right behind the bench, but you know, seven ten is not too bad. No, not for eight home games. No. Yeah, they, I mean, it is the Buckeyes. Hey, Oregon's coming to play here this year too, right? And they were pretty good last year, so that'll be a Well, this, yeah, this plan is not, not going to go into effect till next year because they don't know what the situation is going to be like. Ah, yeah, okay. So good they're plan. parking good it for plan. a year. Good yeah. thinking. <laughs> good, good way, to go, way to go, Gene. <laughs> nice job, Gene. That's, that's why you get paid more than both of us, Gene, and you got to get a big brain. Uh, $1,300 bucks basically for the most expensive zone in 2022. Again, that's eight games. And in years past, uh, there were only two tiers, reserved and then box slash club seats. So six zones this year. Most of the zones, you know, zone six is the cheapest one. And those seats, you know, about 30000 there, about 27000 zone five. So only 2500 are the really nice, nice zone one seats. So most of the seats are going to be a little cheaper, actually, is the way it's going to work out. Um, this year, I mean, when they rolled out in 2022, there's also a per seat contribution. 
for zones one through five. So the cheapest seats, you don't have to do this, but for the top five zones, you've got to write them a $1,500 check too, to get, uh, that's before you buy your tickets. <laughs> so, you know, those are still 700, what, $710, I think for uh, the cheap seats for a season. But if you're buying the most expensive seats, you got to write them that check and then pay for your seats. It's going to be about 2,700 bucks for uh, eight games. Well, you got it. Yeah, if you got it. They ain't drinking if you got it. $5,000 repair tickets in the good the good thing, The good news is you'll get a show for sure. You know, it's Ohio State. And they're definitely going to put a show on. You know, hopefully, I don't know what their schedule look like that year, but, you know, hopefully it's some, some good competition. Yeah, I mean, um, if you got, like you said, if you got the money, you can drop 5K for repair tickets. Ohio State, one of the greatest stadiums on earth. Hopefully, they playing uh, Illinois. <laughs> they, need, Look, they need to play Illinois and let uh, Urban come to the game. Just you know, just be on the sideline, you know, just to see what Brett Bielema has to say. <laughs> here's the here's the home games in 2022. You ready for these? Let's hear it. Notre Dame, September 3rd. Oh yeah, I see why they do it. Go ahead, keep going. Uh, Arkansas State the next week. Yeah. Toledo the week after that. Yeah, hold on now. Don't sleep on that. <laughs> Toledo, Toledo guy, they have some talent for sure. Don't, okay. don't do that. You can't sleep on Toledo. I'm going to take your word for it. Rutgers uh, in October, early October. I like Shiano, the, what he's doing up there right now. Yeah, that could be a tough, tough out. That could be a tough game. Yeah, by, by then, he'll probably get recruiting. He'll probably get some guys from New Jersey to stay. Iowa the week after that. Iowa's always a good game. Indiana two weeks after that for their the, annual the scare, Indiana, scare Ohio State. The way Indiana play, you know, the way they play us, it's yeah. the Super Bowl for them, and they playing really good nowadays, so they're no good ball. Yeah, for sure, and good scare there. We got uh, Wisconsin on the schedule that year. Okay, look, okay. All right, that's mid-November, and then November 26th, you got Michigan. That's a good slate. That's a terrible game right there. That that's a, don't even you don't even need to go because you know you can win that game. <laughs> Watch that one on TV, folks. But yeah, so you're looking, you're running down. There's eight. You got a couple of them are you know out of conference games, but you got Notre Dame, Rutgers, Iowa, Indiana, Wisconsin, Michigan. Those are your big games. Those are that's a pretty good slate. Pretty good. Eh? Those are pretty good games for sure. That's some good ball. Except yeah. that last, except that last one. I, I doubt they got it figured out. <laughs> they don't. Game. They don't. They don't know what they're doing. Uh, but there's two goals, it seems like to me, with this plan. Uh, get more money for the good seats. You know, break those out instead of having just two tiers. Now they have six, so they can kind of the high end when there's only, you know, I think 2,500 of those tickets available for the really good seats. You can charge a lot more for those. And sure enough, Gene said, Gene Smith said he expects to make about $5 million more per year in the short term. Jeez. He thinks that can grow to 10 to $15 million per year as they, you know, tweak this and, and come up with different pricing. You imagine five million dollars. Just snap little little change, right? Man, what a what a university. <laughs> the other thing, too, is that you know, if you're buying that zone six here that's got the most tickets, again, almost thirty thousand of them, seven hundred ten dollars for an eight-game season, and then you don't have to pay a deposit, or, or I don't know what they're calling it, a, a donation, or, or they're calling it a seat contribution. That's that's an interesting phrase. <laughs> <laughs> okay, a seat contribution. You don't have to pay that, so you're just seven hundred ten bucks for a ticket for those eight games, and you might be in C deck, but man, sometimes C deck can be nice, you know. 
Hey man, baby, rocking. <laughs> rocking. Oh, what am I doing? I, I'm talking to a celebrity. I know you've never Whoa, been to see that. Hold on, I yeah. know you've never been to see that. Oh, I'd have been out there a little. You know, oh, come on. I ain't been. I ain't been uh, 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 alumni all my life. You know, all I right, just right. my, do my due diligence up there. I know when you took your visit, you probably had nice seats. Where they put you for your visit? Do you remember? Right in the fifty. Oh, <laughs> come on, and they got food and everything for you, don't they? Oh, uh, yeah. You eat before on your on your visit. Yeah, you eat in the little recruiting room before you go to the game. And that's right by the room that's on. That's that red awning. You, you let's know, see, south to- southeast corner of the stadium. That's where you do the post game interviews. The upperclassmen will do. Yeah, those. yeah, sir. Yep, the little tower at the southeast corner. And and they got the spread, they got a buffet. You get you sit on the 50, you're saying for real? Yeah, it's nice, man. It's God bless them. Man, I would have to take a lot. <laughs> I, I would have even if I was like you and knew I wanted to go to Ohio State, I'd have to take a lot of visits just to get some just to get some hookups, you know. Yeah, I should have did it. <laughs> you know, tell the youngsters, tell it, take all the visits you can. Hawaii, Southern Cal, go to where you can go. I mean, I ain't want to, I ain't want to lie to nobody, get nobody's hopes up. You know, uh, yeah, like, that's I'm fair. A, I'm a straight shooter. That's I fair. I ain't coming, yo. I just know it. I ain't coming. I can appreciate that. Uh, you know, this plan too is, you know, the hope here is it's going to lead to better attendance because in 2019, man, the Bucks had a home game where they didn't even crack a hundred thousand fans. That was the first time in like 17 years that it happened. Who was the, who was the, uh, uh it was Rutgers. Home. It was Rutgers. <laughs> but man, when I was growing up, they would hit a hundred thousand for every game. It didn't matter. So they've had some trouble selling tickets recently. Uh, it's tough business right now for, for not even, not just OSU, but a lot of pro and college teams, because, you're trying to tell people, hey, come sit, come to these games. And you've been to the games, man. You got those metal seats. They're not even that comfy. Uh, at home, you get, you know, you get 4K TV. Well, this is the thing, though. This is the thing. You, you're not, you barely sitting at the game anyways. You, you got you, everybody true. standing up. Unless you get in the wrong section, you got some old people yelling at you to sit down behind you, which does happen in Ohio Stadium. I know it's never happened to celebrities like you, but it happens. I just, you know what? I really just want to go in the student section. I really do. They, I want to. Me and Cardell said we was gonna paint our bodies and go sit in, go to one of them home games and be in the student section. <laughs> you should, you should. You know what? Next, we're gonna start the way. We're gonna do the way. <laughs> you guys, you you got experience at least once. Again, I mean, like, if I'm a if I'm a fan and I'm looking at my options, I have a 4K TV at home and I have better or cheaper beer at home and I've got a comfortable seat. <laughs> And I don't have a bathroom line at home. And that's what these these guys are competing with now. It's just getting harder and harder. Yeah, but it's it's different. You know, you know it's a huge difference than actually being there. Like the it is, it's fun. Game experience is totally different than being at the house. Like it, it's just different. Uh, it's hard. I mean, everybody, everybody that listens to this pod gonna know exactly what I'm talking about. It's just different. Like to see that hit or that play live. Is like ten times better than watching it on TV, and just to be be able to interact with fans, you don't even know them, you don't even know these people, but y'all oh, yeah. are all together because y'all are fans of Ohio State, so y'all high fiving and and chest bumping. It's like you're on the field. <laughs> One of my favorite things, man, is the the high fiving of a stranger. Man, it's you only experience. You're right, you only experience the games like that. It's spectacular, man. It's a good time, and I think a big part of it too is another pull in that direction is to tell people you were there. 
for like a great moment or a great game or you know that's how that's how I feel about that time Braxton threw that hail mary pass to Devin Smith against Wisconsin and Russell Wilson was quarterback and everything Wisconsin they threw that that touchdown at the end of the game I was there I said yes <laughs> was that your official visit the, no no uh-uh, okay uh-uh. I don't think so no it wasn't I know for a fact it wasn't I was just I me just being down there you know how I do. I was at that game too. So, man, uh, yet another thing we have in common, but you know, beyond our uh, athletic skills. Everybody, and all, all then the you other got stuff. the storm. We all stormed <laughs> the field after the game. You don't get to do that at home. Wasn't that great? Man. Yeah. I, I need, I, they got to let me go to a game again. <laughs> let me go to Run a it game. back. Run it. I, I don't think you'll have any problems getting tickets, man. I think you know some people. So you, you do. never know. They might be running the tight ship now. Yeah. yeah. Little budget cuts, man. Gene's going to send you <laughs> an invoice for your tickets. <laughs> Uh, I, you know what? I gotta be, uh, I gotta be nice to Michigan this week and it breaks my heart. <laughs> they, wow. You cut some slack. They, they did something cool, man. And I, I, you know, I'm not too biased to admit when Michigan does something nice. And I, cool. I am. You can't am. do this. Well, let, let me, let me I, tell you what's going on. And you can tell okay. me if you can still hate him after it. Well, let me rephrase <laughs> that. If you can pause hating him for 10 minutes after I, after I tell you what they did. <laughs> So Michigan and Northwestern uh, introduced a rivalry trophy for when they play. It's called the George Jewett Trophy. It's for football games. And Jewett was the first black football player in the Big Ten, ran the rock for Michigan in 1890 and 1892. And then he went on later, played two seasons at Northwestern while he was completing his medical degree. So, man, respect to him and to the two schools. Uh, you know, that, that's, that, that's, that, that's impressive. That, That's a that cool is, trophy. I, I, I that is uh, okay. I see what you're saying. I, I, I have to agree with you on that. One. Just for ten minutes, we'll go back to being. Hey, hey, ten minutes is stretching it. I, <laughs> I give them sixty seconds for sure. Sixty seconds. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, 1890 and 1892. These programs in Wisconsin, you know, at Northwestern, I guess a year or two later, these programs had a black football player. 1890, 1892. Alabama, Georgia, and LSU didn't even have a black football player until 1971 wow that's amazing this this is a great stat to to throw out there during black history month shout out to you jason (laughs) thank you 81 (laughs) years before alabama georgia and lsu had a black football player michigan had one so you you learn something new every day you got to tip the hat to michigan a little bit it's a cool idea i think honestly man Football needs college football needs more rivalry trophies. The Big Ten has sixteen of them now, and Ohio State just plays for the one, Illibuck with Illinois. Do you do you ever get a remember getting a piece of that or getting to carry it or anything? Or is that the turtle? Yeah, the wooden turtle. I don't even know if I carried that wooden turtle. I know yeah. we won it for sure, but I don't even remember actually like passing it around in the locker room. It I, I probably did though. I don't. I doubt it though. You know, at that that point, you know, I ain't. I really wasn't. My mind wasn't focused on that. I was just. I was just happy we won the game. I wasn't kind of. I <laughs> really locked on the the trophy. It wasn't the only trophy I cared about was that trophy. You that, that, one. that 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 gold one. That was the one that I was really. You know, I was really had my mind made up, my heart set on. <laughs> I can appreciate that. The thing too is that like once the Big Ten split into divisions, like Ohio State doesn't play Illinois all the time. You know, they go years without playing them now. They do that with a lot of teams. I mean, I think I played. Uh, I think I played Iowa just one time. 
Yeah, I mean, there's I play, rotations. I, play, I think I played Illinois twice, though. But I, yeah, I would play Iowa one time. Don't and remember. We, and we won. I had the game winning pick at the end. <laughs> Shout out to me. Was that Iowa or was it in Columbus? It was. It was in uh, Columbus. I never played at Iowa. So you never got to experience those pink locker rooms they supposedly have for the visitors? Say that again. They got pink locker rooms for visiting teams. That's what I hear. I, I don't know because I never got to experience it. Yeah, yeah. It's one of Hayden Fry's old coach passed away last year. He wanted to paint them pink because he thought it would make the teams want to fight less if they had pink locker rooms. I don't know. They will make the team who want to fight less. Make you peaceful. You're sitting in a pink room. You don't have, you know, you don't want to go out there and tackle that. That make you even madder. <laughs> <laughs> I would it's, think. I right? would take it as disrespect. Yeah. Yeah. They're disrespecting. You got to do something about it. Um, yeah. I mean, I don't know. So you never touched Illibuck. You never got to touch that wooden. I don't middle. recall I did, man. But you know what? I, I, this is what I will say. Coach Meyer did do a, he does a great job of, before you play the game, so I think it's uh, Thursdays. It's on Thursdays after our last practice. I do remember us taking the knee in our little spot, and he brought the the committee out, and they were telling us about the trophy, and they, like, showed us the trophy and was like, yeah, y'all know we had this trophy. It's been passed around this many times. The last time they had it, blah, blah, blah. And I remember holding it then. But after we won, I don't recall holding that trophy after we won. I really don't. You don't remember holding it? Do you know, though, that at one time it was a living turtle? I, they did express that. <laughs> they used to train a live they, turtle back They expressed that, too. <laughs> they said, I think it died. Like, 1926. Yeah, it was. Uh, they definitely told us about that. <laughs> How can you do that? How can you train a, a live turtle? Man, before PETA was around, you could do a lot. <laughs> you could do a lot more with turtles, but uh, yeah. So I don't know. We what would you would you recommend? Like, I think we need like another rivalry game. Ohio State needs another rivalry game and or another in, ri- rivalry trophy. Let me, let me in, inside the Big Ten. Yeah. Would you Would you be in favor? And I mean, who? It, it'd have to be Michigan. But what would the trophy be? Huh. It doesn't matter because they would never get it. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. That's true. But they play with they play Minnesota they, now for the Little Brown Jug. They're going to have this one with with Northwestern. They've got a couple trophies they play for. You would have to think of something. You have to you have to think of something like the coaches had, like oh, maybe a, a Woody Hayes hat or a gold hat or something. I don't know. Something Some like Woody Bow Trophy or something. Yeah, you something like that. Something. Yeah. yeah, something. They must have had something. In, maybe they had. Maybe they didn't. <laughs> maybe they had something in common. I don't know. How about the all your best players are from Ohio Trophy? We'll give them that, and we'll, we'll buy. Them that <laughs> that's true it. Does, it really doesn't matter. They would never do that because they're never going to get the thing. So it doesn't matter. And you, could, they, you could argue too that with gold pants, like what's the point of having a trophy? Because Ohio State's already got something for that, right? Yeah, that's kind of that's what I was thinking as well. It's like I don't know what they get. I don't think they get anything. That's probably why they they probably don't are not motivated enough to win. <laughs> they're pro- I've always thought their problem is that they have three rivals. Okay, if you ask any Michigan fan, they've had three historic rivals: Michigan State, Notre Dame, mm-hmm. and Ohio State, and they they'll probably tell you we have three rivals you know like 
You can't have three. Why they got one. beef with Notre Dame? Well, they used to play a lot way back in the day. And Notre Dame, man, South Bend's like 15 minutes from Michigan's border. No, oh, that ain't bad. No, I mean, they were close. And the legend goes that, you know, Michigan had football first and they taught Notre Dame how to play football. So it's, it's an old one. Hmm. Interesting. Michigan State, I can understand that though. That's like that's like the battle for the state, I guess. Even though, I, even though you know, I don't, I don't care about neither one of them. That's okay. neither here. That's neither here nor there, though. I just, I think it's it's tough to have three rivals, man. I, you guys all year could focus on Michigan, and the Wolverines can't necessarily do that. Are you giving them some pity right now? Uh, I don't know. I guess I am a little. I don't no! want to. No. Uh-uh. Yeah. No. No. Let me reframe it. It's not pity. I'm ripping on how dumb they are for setting something like this up. You know, in the first you know what? There you know go. who our rival is? Whoever in the national championship. That That's our rival every year. It's moved on. Not even Michigan. Yeah. <laughs> they. They got a lot to do over there. They, they need to fix the whole culture. They need to blow the whole thing up. You'd think. Uh, you want to talk about some bathroom fighting? <laughs> Wait, is that, that is that a thing nowadays? That, that's <laughs> what they into. <laughs> I know you saw because you sent it to me. Uh, that <laughs> video made made some rounds on social media, Twitter, what have you, of an Oklahoma football walk on uh, wide receiver Spencer Jones. He's six one one ninety seven. Got pummeled in the bathroom. <laughs> he got, it is a bathroom of a bar called Logies on the Corner in Norman, Oklahoma. Uh, Jones and his friend picked a fight with two wrestlers. Did not go well at all. Uh, Jones and his friend were slammed and punched. And Jones, <laughs> it ain't funny. It, it ain't. It's it ain't not, funny, but, it, but it is. It's though, kind because, of funny because you you can't. Just, that's what you, you be thinking. You just you know what it is. This is the prime example of somebody thinking they was the baddest person in walking on the planet. He thought he was Billy Bad A, and then he ran into. Billy Bad, <laughs> totally good. Woo wee, yeah, it was, yeah, it was sad, man. I was, it, it didn't go the way I thought it was gonna go. You know, I, no, I was watching. Shorter, this. yeah, I was watching. I'm like, oh yeah, they got this. <laughs> no, nope, because they, they were the ones barking too, telling them to look at them, and you know, do you want to go? And the other guys are quiet, and so Jones, this wide receiver walk on, he he's got a broken left orbital bone in his eye. <laughs> Had to have some surgery. Uh, first of all, Tyvis, is there any situation in which you'd fight in a bathroom? No, well, I mean that's what a lot of a lot of people. I wouldn't, but a no. lot of people do it because because I guess there's no cameras in there, so that's probably why they want it. They probably. Uh, it. But right. I, I don't know about that. I mean, this is like a college bar bathroom. There's the ground is like ten percent urine at this point, man. Like, yeah, you know, they you know people get drunk and they pee all over the floor. I man, cool. I, I, you know, I really don't wouldn't do a lot of fighting. I don't even recall myself really getting into a lot of scuffles, even to even be encounter in that. So, and then like, was it the kids like they were wrestlers at the school, right? I don't know if they were Oklahoma wrestlers. I, would, <laughs> I know they were had some wrestling and MMA background, and like one of the kids had like a the cauliflower ear that wrestlers get. Yeah, see when I was always, <laughs> I was taught as a young and like if you see this get don't don't even mess with them. They that's no. they crazy. <laughs> no. You see the cauliflower, you say I'm sorry and you get out. <laughs> yeah, you like you, you got to talk that situation out, I guess. <laughs> yeah. My bad, can I get you a drink? <laughs> like why we now why we got to go use violence on this, man? Let's, 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 let's 
Let's talk about this, man. Leave that, man. It ain't even that serious. It ain't even that serious. <laughs> and the the other thing, that if you watch the video, man, these two guys, like the one wrestler guy, turns to his friend. I think it was his brother, and he he basically says, "Which one do you want?" And like, if you're, if you're about if you're about to get in a group fight, and the other guy's like, "Which one do you want?" To his buddy, I think that's a pretty good sign to leave too. <laughs> Oh my goodness, man! You know what? It is everybody needs a slice of humble pie every now and then. You know, it's you know that that confidence really you know gets shot down. It's a reality check. You know, you can't just go around and just think you're just gonna debo and beat up everybody. You know, you got to pick your battles wisely. And I think it's it's a lesson he learned the hard way, obviously. But yeah, know, learn hopefully, it. hopefully, hopefully, he gets his eye back and his eyes is cool, and you know he learned. Yeah, that. yeah. Obviously, don't want any lasting damage, and you know, otherwise, I'll feel bad about laughing about it. But, uh, yeah, he, he had to learn a lesson, had to learn a lesson. <laughs> and, uh, yeah, don't fight guys with cauliflower ear. I mean, if you learn anything from this podcast, take that with you. And if you see a guy that's got an ear, looks like he's wrestled, just you know, apologize, buy him a drink, get out of there. Or just don't even, how about not even saying nothing crazy to begin with? People got to learn how to talk, how to talk to people, man. Like, it's, Especially now, you know, people a lot of people on edge with such with how yep. things is going in the world. You can't really can't really talk to people crazy. Not right now, because everybody already upset about something. So, you know, don't this is not the time to try to prove who's the toughest person in the world. What's the phrase, man? F'd around and found out. I mean, that's <laughs> some of that going around right now. Right? He, gave him, he gave him what he was looking for. He did. He did. He did. And some uh, other fun college football news in the week fcs programs some of them are playing spring football which i'm totally cool with right now because you know spring rolls around i'm not a big baseball guy i'll watch them i'll watch them fcs i'll get much like you appreciate it i'll pick out an fcs team and cheer that team on and Deion sanders the nfl hall of famer one of the world's best trash talking athletes of all time is coaching at jackson state mississippi hmm. Dion, my boy, you like him growing up? He's legend, man. That's my favorite DB. Every I think every uh, DB has grown up and like has appreciates Dion because Dion was he was the first guy that like had an ego. Like you know, he was the he he made being confident at the position cool. Like like it, people looked at him like it was trash talk but he backed it up you know it was he was the first person that was like if you gonna talk you gotta at least be good <laughs> you can't just be talking and not be able to back it up so you know he, it definitely raised a lot of people's confidence i know f- for me that was like a huge thing even though i don't really do a lot of trash talking like i you know it is what it is i, I let my my plate do the talking but for him though, it was he did some things that revolutionized the game when that was so uh out of the ordinary. Like people never seen the stuff that he was doing. Like the the, the craziest thing I remember is when he was with I and I don't even know if I was alive or I might have been real young, but they told me that he he told a team that if they he asked them what when they was picking in the draft. And he's, I think they was like seventh or so. He said, Oh, don't even worry about it. I'll be gone long ago before you even <laughs> lose my number. You don't need it, right? Oh, my goodness. The man, hilarious, man. Yeah. Last weekend. So he's a head coach down there. He's not doing it for the money because he's got a lot of money and they, they don't, you know, can't obviously these, these schools and the FCS and 
Jackson State's a historically black college university. Uh, FCS schools cannot pay, you know, what Ryan Day gets paid. So he's not doing for the money. He just wants to coach. And their first game, they beat Edward Waters, which is another school. Wait, uh, they season is going? Yeah, they played a game last weekend, last Saturday. They won 53 to nothing. So he got that first game shutout. Right? Feeling good, prime time. How about that? Don't he got his son? I think his son is like a quarterback there, right? It, okay. I did not know that. Is that true? Uh, is either his son is either coming there? Like he's committed there or he's there. One of the two. I know no. he got a, his son is there. Is he good enough to play for a big program too? Is he one of those guys just wants to go play? I want to say, see, if, 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 memory, if memory serves me correct, I think he was, he was either committed at a big town school and, and switched it or he was at the big town school and transferred. Wow. I had no idea. Yeah. I, I can't, re- I can't recall. It's one of the two though. So he won his first game 53 to nothing. He gets in the in the post game press conference area, starts to talk about his team, and says, uh, "You know, he likes some things." Been stopped and said he was pissed because someone <laughs> someone he said had stolen his wallet, phone, and watches <laughs> from the locker room in the middle of the interview. Yeah, yeah, post game presser. He's pissed. He's the word pissed. <laughs> Someone stole prime It ain't funny. Stuff. It's not funny, but it is. Wow. That's, that's Dion for you. That, I'm not really shocked by the story. No, no. So he says that. And then 67 minutes later, Jackson State put out a uh, release or talked to some <laughs> reporters and said his stuff was fine. It was misplaced after being moved for, quote, safekeeping. So he might have left his stuff out. Maybe some staffer grabbed it, so I should put this away just in case. And that's that's, that's nice of them. happy ending, right? Yeah, that's nice of them. If Dion, okay, so if this happens at Ohio State, like Ryan Day or Al Washington <laughs> or or Kerry Combs or Larry Johnson, there's you know you're asking behind the scenes. I don't see Ryan Day getting up to the mic and saying that. <laughs> I just don't see. It. I don't. I don't see Al Washington. I don't see anyone saying it in a big school. So if he's already willing to put these dudes on blast like this and kind of say whatever he wants, you wait until the, his his son, I guess, is a quarterback, a four star, huh? And he flipped from Florida Atlantic. He's going to play for him. So his son's a wait till his son has his first bad game. What do you think Prime's going to say in the mic after the game? I don't think he'd do his son like that. I don't think he would. You think he would roast anyone else on the team? Like, nah, like see, kick, I don't. Kick. I don't think. I don't think Dion would. I don't think any coach really would. It's like that's like coaching one on one. You don't really attack your players in the media. Like that's it's like that's like a a hidden rule. Like you right. just don't do that. So I don't see him breaking that because it's if you do that, if you disrespect your player and like the to the world like that, it's you lose. That's basically telling the kid like I don't have no confidence in you and like it is what it is type thing. Yeah, and that that could that could hurt a team, especially depending on the position. Like your quarterback never. And like and the quarterback, you it's all about being confident anyways. You can't go up there and say you ain't got no confidence in your quarterback because then now nah, he's just really gonna jump overboard. He's just gonna jump off the ship. It's over with. So yeah, I don't see him doing that. I agree a little bit, but I I'm just saying if he's gonna sit up here and, and talk about people stealing the stuff, watch out. Cause he might. He might, you know, Mike Le- Mike Leach is another guy that roasts his players, man. Mike Leach will talk trash about his players. I don't agree with it. I think you're dead on, but 
It happens, man. And how and how is Mike Leach? Exactly. That's exactly. exactly my point. It, like, yeah, you just I don't. Yeah, they're not gonna do that. Dion's not gonna do that. That's he can say what he said there because that was his own personal experience. Like it's it's about him. Like he ain't hurt nobody but himself. But to get up and talk about a player, I just don't see that. One to watch. One to watch. I can't wait. That kicker misses two field goals in the game. I'm I'm tuning in to watch that press conference. I, I think <laughs> something's gonna be said. He got to wait a minute. Let me hear what was that. He got him to the mic and what he say? Said he was pissed, man. <laughs> he said literally. You, he used the word pissed. Said you know I thought our guys. Did I some, gotta go look it up. I, oh I th- my goodness. <laughs> I thought our guys did some some good stuff, but I'm pissed because someone came and took my watches and phone and wallet. <laughs> So oh, I love I, I'm here for it, man. This is going to be my team. I'm, I'm going to get a Jackson State shirt. Uh, That's a good one. That's a good one to pick. I they love it. Got no Citadel. I'm going to tell you that right now. Oh, Citadel Jackson State, State will run Citadel out the field. Uh, I think we'll we know see. that. We know we'll that. See. We got to set it up. <laughs> we got to set it up. Let's talk to the ADs. Uh, bonus here. Jackson State's athletic director in his uh, statements and communication refers to Dion as Coach Prime. Come on. That's the best coach name ever. <laughs> coach sure. Prime. I mean, coach Prime. But that's who he is, though. Like, that's like, that's how everybody knows him. Prime. That's how. Okay, that's how he works. Everybody in the media. Don't nobody say, hey, Dion. They'd be like, hey, Prime. Like, well, that's you just, know. You figure he's a coach now. You call him Coach Sanders. You use adult yeah. words. Nah. You tell me if Calvin Johnson's coaching his AD one day is going to call him Coach Megatron? Coach Tron. Coach Tron. (laughs) There we go. Uh, Double bonus here. Jackson State's mascot is named after a former fan, uh, a fan's nickname, and the mascot's name is Wavy Dave. So, man, I'm getting a shirt. I'm getting on right now. I'm going to get a Jackson State shirt. I'm going to bring some disrespect to Citadel with my uh, Jackson State gear. I'll tell you right now. Mm-mm. They ain't got nothing on Citadel. I'm going to tell you that right now. <laughs> uh, you want to do some wax stories? Yes, I got one. Good. It's time for wax stories. You know, we do. Tyvis shares an epic story from his days as a Buckeye, bringing you inside the nation's premier college football program. What do you got for us this week? Okay. So before I tell this story, it was I, I was approved to tell this story. Okay. And it's, right. it's about my my former roommate, Cardell Jones. Okay. So we sitting there and you know it's the summertime. So you know it's hot outside in Columbus. So we like, let's let's go to the pool. Let's go, let's find us a pool to go to. So one of the one of our teammates. Like, you know how apartment complexes have, like, pools that they sure. complex. So, he's like, we just going to go over their house or their apartment, and we just going to use their pool. Cool. So, it was a bunch of us over there. It had to be, like, maybe, like, 14 players outside at, at this pool. So, one of them bring uh, – I don't know if – I don't know who the kids – it was kids at the pool. I don't know who the kids belong to. I, I, I want to say I'm, like – 65% sure that they were Taekwon's <laughs> either cousins or brothers, Taekwon Lewis. It was just either yeah. brothers or cousins. I'm not, I'm 65% sure. Okay? He's like, come eat the team. These kids, these guys are great. Right. right. So they out just swimming and whatnot. <laughs> so next thing I know, I look up and Cardell got one of these kids. Oh my God. He got the kid on his shoulder. And I'm like, what, what's going on? I said, so I grab my phone. Like, well, hold on, what you doing with them kids? So he take the kid. He comes out of the pool, picks the kid up out of the pool. He's standing on the concrete. 
And he's like, put him on the show. He's like, I'm about to dog him. I'm about to dog him. <laughs> what? <laughs> what? Like, what the kid? What the kid did? <laughs> yeah, right. Because <laughs> Cardell jumps in the pool with the kid on his shoulder and slams the kid in the water, man. I was like, it, and you can hear the splash. It, it it had the sting. You know that that you know how belly flop sting. It just had. It felt like <laughs> it. It sounded and looked it like that. And he I got did to, it I like got, that. Yeah, it was bad, man. I, I but the kids <laughs> was a good sport about it. You know, they wasn't they weren't upset about it, but it was I was just like, man, <laughs> like, like you just it caught me off guard, is what it did. Like I wasn't expecting to turn around and see a kid like in the air about to get slammed like this. But yeah, I got the video evidence, but I might I might have to put this out to the press. <laughs> I yeah, have to link yeah, this let, video. <laughs> let's put the videos up. Car- Cardell reminds me, you know, some of you guys are having kids now, and you know, you've got a kid, and other guys from your 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 team at Ohio State are, are, are starting to have kids or will at some point soon. And he seems like the guy that's like the crazy uncle. You know, it's always going to the kids are going to love him because he's going to he's going to do some fun stuff with them. Oh, sure, mom and that's dad what... are like, "What are you doing?" That's exactly. Can't you know what I seen him? Uh... I seen him last week. He came pulled up on me last week, and he had Leliana. Uh, he out there, Leliana wanted her pacifier. He kept putting it in her mouth and taking it back, putting it in her mouth, taking it back. She said, "Okay, I got something for you." She started crying. <laughs> he said, oh dear, take it, take it, take it. Take her I said, she know how to win this game. <laughs> That's great. She, yeah, he he uh, messed around and found out. <laughs> <laughs> like, yeah, Cardell, oh, you can't mess with her like that. She, she do not mess around with that pacifier. Hey, it's time for Going for Three, our weekly roast of the Michigan Wolverines. And uh, they, they didn't really throw – like some weeks, man, they just throw something at us. Say, here you go, we screwed up, and we, we have fun for like 10 minutes. <laughs> so this week we had to look a little deeper. But Michigan's conducting spring camp right now. They're going in a month earlier than normal uh, this year. And Jim Harbaugh recently, right, he brought in seven new assistants, got some younger guys supposed to help with recruiting. And he said he wanted to, quote, make improvements to everything. And uh, I got, you know, all right. Yeah, yeah, you do need to make improvements to everything. So uh, good luck. Good luck. These these, these younger staffs already getting some recruits for them. They might get a five-star local kid, uh, cornerback, Will Johnson. Commit to him here soon. He gonna he just gonna throw his life away, huh? <laughs> he's gonna throw his life. He's a Michigan. He's a Michigan kid, and he's a fight. He's legit, man. Ohio State wants him too, but you know this will be a good sign if this this new staff can rope him in and get him to commit. Because you're right, man. Why would you want to go there right now? And well, people make bad decisions every day, so I ain't gonna say nothing. If you were a five star in in Ohio, and you grew up the same way you did, loving the Buckeyes, and say Ohio State was, you know not a great team would you have still gone there yes okay so that's I'm kinda... di- but you can't i'm different though like people think differently you know? well you know there's a lot of kids in every state though that want to play we play talking their... we wait we talking with with ohio state's resume as it is today like as uh, in no. producing all these corners like this well or or imagine ohio state being bad like you know like kind of michigan bad and you know i knew you loved him growing up and they had a couple years where they were really bad, kind of like Michigan's doing right now, about 10, 20 years or whatever they've been bad. And, and you know, you were still gone probably, right? The problem is I can't I, – it's hard for me to imagine Ohio State being bad. <laughs> that's, that's fair. That's, that's fair. That's the problem. I'm, I'm asking you to do the impossible. Stuff. My bad. Yeah. My bad. Yeah, yeah, that's on But, me. no, I would have went to Ohio State regardless because so, I would – in my mind, I would have been like, well, I'm going to make them better. <laughs> right, <laughs> that's right. That's how I think. And so if they get this five-star, maybe that's what he's thinking. I can't hate on a kid for staying home. 
Actually, nice. come to come to Ohio State, kid. I, I will hate on you for staying home. You want to you want to play for Natties and, and and make more money in the pros? Come to Ohio State. Don't make this mistake. But the big point of this is Harbaugh hired a quarterback coach, Matt Weiss. And Weiss previously worked with Harbaugh at Stanford and worked with his brother in Baltimore. Mm. So, you know, okay, maybe this will work out because we know he hasn't done a good job with the quarterbacks, right? He's Quarterba- kinda, the, you're talking about the quarterback whisper? The quarterback anti-whisper, right? He's uh, <laughs> he's damaged him, all right? He's not great. Uh so okay, he's hiring a quarterback coach. This looks good. Maybe he's he's wising up and making the right decisions in life. Nope, comes right out and says he'll coach alongside Weiss and directly coach the quarterbacks again. He's going to damage them all. Remember mm-hmm. last week on No Cap, we were talking about how all but one quarterback, the current one, Cade McNamara, have either transferred out or in during the Harbaugh era. All of them. He's he trying to sabotage that school. That's sad. I don't know. Someone paid him off. So, yes, Harbaugh, please put your fingers all over the quarterback again. Please damage him. We uh, Ohio State fans enjoy seeing interceptions against quarterbacks that you develop. So keep more of that coming. His money quote. So he was he's meeting with the media for the first time on Thursday after, you know, a couple spring practices at the end of his first media availability. He says, quote, I feel really good about where the staff is. So. Uh, Alexa, set a nine-month reminder on this quote. Remind me about this quote in nine months because he said that a lot in the last you know, five years there or whatever and hasn't always uh, – uh, let me backtrack, has never really produced. I, mean, I think his highest finish, Tyvis, is third in the Big Ten East. Well, that's – you know, I hope that – I really do hope that they actually become pretty decent because like, I, I, I would still like to see – the rivalry become a rivalry again where it's actually competitive. But I mean, like I say, I ain't, I'm not opposed to seeing us score a hundred points. I'm not, I definitely take that too. Cause that's something I've never seen. <laughs> you know what? 2020 could have been the year and they ducked it man. they ducked it. Yeah. They was, they, they was very smart last year. They, they, they pulled up. Nah, then again, I, they I think it was legit. Wasn't it legit? It, well, here's the, here's my point. And in my stance on this, I guess is, it very well could have been legit, and you know <laughs> they haven't say that though. Well, that's it. Nobody's ever going to admit it was legit. Like Ohio State fans, for the rest of time, are going to think Michigan ducked them. <laughs> and you know, I think they have some integrity up there. That's I don't what, know that's that they what would... I'm going to tell Leiliana when she get older. Exactly. I'm going to tell my son. I'm going to tell you know they ducked us. That's what happened in 2020. So we'll see. Uh, he's going to have his his fingers again all over the quarterback this year, and they lost baby Cam last week, and. Um, we're gonna have to see what develops, but uh, I, is he going to Auburn? I gotta know. I don't know. You think he should? He might. It, it worked for Cam. <laughs> it worked for Cam. Cam stole a laptop at Florida and ended up at Auburn. So, well, yeah, yeah. That's true. Don't maybe he needs to steal a laptop to to really complete the look. I so. mean, he's made worse decisions. He decided to go to <laughs> go up there. So, hey. Uh, Thanks for joining us for this episode of No Cap. Don't forget to send us questions for the new Ask Tyvis segment. Again, you can email us those, nocappod at 11warriors.com or on Twitter, nocapallpod. Hit us up. We'll get them answered next week, and uh, we'll see you guys again in seven days. 